again and welcome to the Impact Sprint 14 Stories of Heartbreaks and Footprints. I'm speaking to you from the heart of Kathmandu, hence the little gap between episodes as I got up to speed here with the team, and hence why you may hear some unique, unexpected noises, definitely some car hoots and motorbike hoots in the background, probably some dogs as well. There's not a lot I can do, Kathmandu is not a quiet city. This is episode nine, and if you're tuning in, we're picking up right where we left off, at the brink of a significant challenge on our trail to bring lasting change to Kakani. Kakani was our first village that we worked with here in Nepal or anywhere around the world, and it was a hugely exciting time. But if episode eight was the excitement of the project that was dreamt up by the community members, then brought to reality, hopefully, by a group of quite crazy runners from around the world. That was sort of the mountaintop of any development project. Today, we're going to look at one of the valleys, those less spoken about troughs that come with any great endeavour. Our project pipeline stood testament to the unwavering strength of the Kakani community and our impact runners. Yet, as with any epic tale, the path was far from straightforward. I promised to share a behind-the-scenes story that I simply can't forget all these years on. And so here we go. This is a narrative punctuated with both pride and unease. Just as I thought we'd mastered the rhythm of the dig, I heard about some unrest down in the village. I was asked to come down from the pipeline for an urgent community meeting. Now... As I said in the last episode, any impact project is created by the community themselves. We do not have any agenda. We simply ask, what would you do with the platform we offer? We have an event that can bring some funding and a group of engaged runners who want to bring more positive impact to their love of the sport. What would you do with this platform? What is a community dream that we can help make reality? Every single decision is a collective one, not led by a foreign body with a specific goal or methodology or demand, we want to be the type of foundation that has the flexibility to make all manner of dreams and projects possible, eschew the all-too-prevalent us-and-them two-tier system of development, and make progress. Many hours of discussion had gone into this decision, mainly within the community. Our role was to bring what we bring, some funds, manpower, and energy to believe it is possible. The community led all other elements. But as I walked down to the centre of the village, I could see... This wasn't just another community meeting. Nor was it a peaceful meeting. There were raised voices, lots of raised voices. And things were superheated. During the build-up to the first ever Impact Marathon in Nepal, I'd been energised and excited, but terrified. More so than I'd ever felt in my life. I was in Nepal for three months in total, and from around two months out for race day, I'd experienced a level of stress that is still hard to fully express. There was one element that I had to quietly deal with as I couldn't even describe what was happening. Essentially, all day, every day, I had this feeling in my throat like I had swallowed a small bone. It was this permanent lump that wouldn't go away. I would drink, I would eat, I would do everything that you would normally do in this scenario. I took medicines, nothing. Every time I laughed, I felt like I was about to choke. I knew how important this event was. I knew what it meant and clearly... My mind was playing with me. 
On the opening night, with everyone sat in their seats waiting for me to kick off the event with our welcome ceremony, I walked up to the front, jumped in the air, shouted, Welcome to the first ever Nepal Impact Marathon. And the lump was gone. Dissipated. Gone. But it should come as no surprise that as I approached this intense group of Kakami villagers, that lump returned. But one of the daughters of the village community who spoke English came over to me as I approached and just stood there beside me, translating for me. She was calm and, and, and to be honest, before I'd even engaged in the conversation, she said, don't even worry. There's one family who are unhappy, but no one agrees with them. The community is together. But this will be a long discussion. <laughs> hadn't come up in any of the community meetings was that one family already had water all year round they had the biggest hotel in town dare i say the nicest also they had a private pipe that meant water was available to them in the winter and in drought it gave prestige and at such times all the other villagers would walk up each morning to get a bucket or two of water then walk back to their homes for some this meant a four kilometer round trip every morning although this family had been invited to the meetings they hadn't attended so now as they saw the pipe being laid and the energy surrounding it they kicked off they didn't want to lose their position in the village despite the positive impact for the whole of the community despite the fact the japanese embassy had done a study and agreed to build the sixty-five thousand liter water tank in the community the family had thus far blocked all attempts to connect it to fill it the strength of the community was really inspiring, and although it was tough to see, the confidence of all others around me reassured me. And as the aggressive energy began to die down, one by one, just as was always the case in these community meetings with villagers coming in and out, one by one, they picked up a tool, headed back up to the pipeline, and the progress continued. By the end of the first ever Impact Week, 120 runners, 120 villages, and a whole bunch of police and army and whoever else passed by during that time had dug and laid 3.8 kilometres of water pipeline. That's shy of the five kilometres we needed, but enough that a few weeks later I received a video of water flowing into the tank that they at the heart of the village in our second race, we took this water pipeline from the central tank to three separate points that would act as junctions. Midway through the build-up to the third impact marathon in the village, we'd written to a major INGO and the job had been completed. Every single house in the village now had running water all year round with a meter attached so all would contribute to the maintenance of the pipes. It's a source of immense pride for all of us involved and the village. And to close out this entire story, even that one family that initially stood in the way. As I returned to the village ahead of our second event, one of the brothers in the family saw me and walked purposely towards me. I was a little unsure. As he got close, a big smile broke out and a hand outstretched. What you've done for this community has been so wonderful for everyone. Thank you. Development's not linear. 
Progress is not one straight line trending upwards. It's a series of peaks and valleys. It's holding your nerve when you're sure of something. It's changing your mind when the facts change. It's being hit by an earthquake and rebuilding once again. It's a volcano erupting and taking the lives of the youth you support. It's a pandemic. It's one person who wasn't honest. It's one person who didn't fit our values. It's one family who didn't want to embrace change. It's hard. It takes patience, love, support from donors and backers to make real, lasting progress. We've learned to listen deeply and adapt. In these early days, I had ground visions. I learned to stop doing that. Play a straight hand with what was possible from our side. I learned to let communities decide how the impact platform worked or didn't work for them and not the other way around. I learned when to speak up and when to stay quiet. And I learned to back great people to believe in great leaders and to supply all the support I can. At the end of each week, the impact team and the runners, we head home. But for those leaders that are there, persisting, driving forward, getting smashed by a setback and jumping back up again to go again. These are the heroes I will spend the rest of my life In the next episode, we are going to deep dive into this year's impact project. Just one week away here in Nepal. And yes, there is more water involved. It's a big ambitious goal and we will touch thousands of lives. See you in the next one.